The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 214 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News as promised. Uh, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodell has made himself available to us. Uh, he is in town uh, for a number of reasons, uh, but today we're going to talk about such things as the economy, Bill 71, uh, and asylum seekers. He joins me on the phone now. Good afternoon, Mr. Minister. Yes, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making the time. I suppose I should ask first how you enjoyed the football game last night. Uh, close, but not good enough. <laughs> yeah, I bet you you've heard that in the, the odd meeting in Ottawa as well. <laughs> uh, Minister Goodale, I, I know that uh, one of the things I do want to talk to you about, of course, uh, is the economy. Before we get to items response, or more specific to your portfolio, but we are hearing in Alberta, and the news in Alberta has been that our economy is uh, beginning to turn the corner, has turned the corner. We're hearing the same thing nationally as well, but at the same time, we're we're all talking about tariffs and tariff wars affecting everything from a pop uh, to uh, soup as a result of the war with the United States. What's going on with that file? Where do we stand and what do we need to do to resolve it? Well, uh, we need to keep our eye on the ball and the relationship with the United States. Uh, obviously, they are our uh, biggest, closest trading partner. Uh, for the last um, couple of years, uh, we've had a, uh, a fairly unpredictable situation uh, hmm. where... Um, some of the uh, conventional uh, approaches and traditions in our relationship uh, seem to uh, have changed. Uh, but the key thing, and it goes back to that old military saying, you know, stay calm, carry on, don't be distracted by uh, a thousand rabbits running in a different direction. Uh, stay focused on what matters, and what matters uh, is the fact that uh, uh, the United States uh, needs a good trading relationship with Canada. There are 35 American states that depend on Canada for their exports. Nine million American jobs depend on Canada uh, for, uh, for their market. Uh, across that border every day, 400,000 people move back and forth literally every day. Two and a half billion dollars in trade moves back and forth every day. Uh, ultimately, uh, the, uh, the the self-interest of the American situation is going to win the argument. But we have to be persistent. Uh, we have to be focused. We have to have an absolute Team Canada approach here where we're all on the same side and pulling in the same direction. And that is, for the most part, there have been a couple of exceptions, but for the most part, uh, Canadians have been completely unified in standing firm, in defending ourselves, against the United States and making sure that we are making the most coherent, cogent, unified argument that we could possibly make. I have to ask, uh, sir, when I looked at the original list of tariffs that were proposed by Canada, the, the, the list didn't make sense to me. And as I dug deeper into it, I started to see the connection between the products and where those products are produced and uh, which party... Um, belongs to those particular states. So it really appears as though, to be honest with you, I think it's quite brilliant, but it appears as though uh, these tariffs were directed to put pressure on uh, Republicans uh, in for the midterm. So I'm wondering, it, was that the strategy? Is that strategy uh, starting to work? And is it a matter of waiting until just before November when some of these uh, politicians realize they're in trouble in the United States? 
Well, we wanted to make sure uh, when we delivered the tariff message uh, that uh, it was it was clearly targeted uh, to to demonstrate in tangible terms the point that I just made that uh, that there are a huge number of states that depend on Canada to be a good available market, and therefore. Uh, abandoning or abusing that market uh, has consequences. Uh, So uh, for those who uh, uh, have said to us rhetorically, we hear your point, we agree with you, when you talk to uh, senators or uh, congresspersons in the United States uh, or or mayors or governors uh, or or business leaders, uh, they say, yep, you know, we're all with you, Canada. Okay, we understand. Thank you very much for your moral support. But now you have to see the tangible edge of this. If uh, you, it's time for you on the American side to stand up and make your voice heard, and 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 apply pressure uh, to the U.S. administration to make sure they understand how foolish and self-defeating this is. The tariffs will actually do more damage to the American economy uh, than they will benefit the American economy. They'll raise havoc with us, Hmm. uh, but it is a self-defeating exercise for the Americans to to treat Canada in this way. They will harm themselves. And we need to make sure that American lawmakers and decision makers and business leaders understand that point. And that's why we have selected the tariffs that we have. Well, as I say, an interesting list and uh, well-researched. Let's move over to, if I may, uh, you were put in charge of delivering the Liberal Party's headline gun promise from the 2015 election. That was a promise to get handguns and assault rifles off Canadian streets. I'm referring, of course, to Bill C-71, which reinstated a number of controls eliminated by the previous Conservative government. There's uh, some pushback, as you would expect there would be, from firearm associations with regard to this bill, which I believe is awaiting third reading, is it not? Uh, it, it's got one, uh, one final stage to go in the House, uh, and then it would go to the Senate. So, okay. yes, it's just before third reading. Gotcha. So some firearm associations have said that this will ban rifles that have been sold in Canada for over a decade and are owned by ten to 15,000 Canadians. Should uh, Canadian gun owners be concerned about that? And uh, Well, I'll just leave it at that. Should Canadian gun owners be concerned about Bill C-71? Uh, no, quite frankly, uh, if, if you're a, a law-abiding uh, firearms owner in, in Canada, the, uh, uh, the impact uh, on you uh, will, be, uh, will be very minor. Uh, what we've attempted to do is to promote public safety, to support the police in the appropriate investigations that they need to do, uh, and uh, to be fair and reasonable uh, with respect to uh, legitimate law-abiding firearms owners. Uh, and and I'm, I'm happy to note that a number of them across the country um, have uh, come forward to say exactly that, that uh, they do not see... Uh, there are others, of course, who have a different point of view, uh, but, uh, but some have come forward to say they do not see this imposing a, uh, a significant or unfair burden, but it will... Uh, assist police. It will improve background checks. Uh, it will ensure that uh, uh, there is uh, best practices followed in terms of uh, of uh, record keeping. Uh, that there is license verification. 
uh, and it will help, as the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police have said, uh, it will help them in a very material way in uh, tracking and tracing um, guns used in, uh, in, in crimes. Uh, and crimes that involve uh, firearms. May I, may I just ask that this then? When we have restrictions on firearms, the and when the argument, the argument is always, what's the benefit? Does the benefit outweigh the cost or inconvenience? And we don't know the cost at this point, uh, as far as I know. But the the question always becomes, well, aren't you just regulating honest people though? Are, are crimes not committed by criminals, and do criminals always follow the correct legal steps to obtain a firearm? Well, let me give you a, a, a couple of uh, practical examples. Uh, right now, most most uh, vendors of firearms uh, go through the process of actually verifying that the person to whom they propose to sell a firearm does have, at this moment, a valid license. Most of the reputable dealers do that automatically, and, and, and they always have. But actually, there's no requirement in the law uh, that, that, uh, that says they have to do that. Uh, so we are taking the best practice of most firearm vendors uh, and making that apply uh, as, as a rule so that they will uh, be obliged when they're, when they're proposing to sell a firearm to a particular person to actually check that license today to make sure that it is valid uh, today and that nothing has changed in the circumstance of that potential purchaser that would uh, um, make them uh, uh, unfit or inappropriate to to own a firearm. That is a practical step that doesn't impose uh, an an unusual or unfair burden because most dealers do it now anyway. Uh, it, It simply means that in every case that will be done. Uh, to ensure that the license is valid and that the person in the meantime uh, has not uh, committed an offense or somehow otherwise lost their right to uh, uh, to have a, a, a license. This is uh, Minister Ralph Goodale. Uh, I have to interrupt you there and just ask, so would you, would you characterize this then as a good step but not a solution? I, I think, as I've characterized the legislation from the very beginning, uh, it will it will promote uh, public safety. It will materially assist the police uh, in investigating crime, uh, and it will do that while not imposing uh, an unfair or un- unrealistic uh, burden of any kind on uh, honest law-abiding citizens. And, and do we have an estimate of the cost of uh, this bill? Uh, the, uh, the administrative cost of it is, uh, is, is very low. Um, the uh, parliamentary budget officer, in due course, will uh, will offer an opinion in that regard. But uh, uh, it does not, and and this is this is the critical point. It does not, in any way, shape, or form, reestablish uh, a long gun registry. It has been alleged that that, in fact, is what it does, but the facts are completely uh, in the other direction. And in fact, I'm I'm happy to see some independent. Uh, uh, News organizations and journalists have gone through uh, the uh, the legislation and have confirmed independently 
that there's nothing here that in any way resembles uh, a, uh, a long gun registry, and therefore uh, the cost is, uh, is very low. Uh, you know, I do appreciate uh, your time this afternoon, Minister, and I do appreciate the fact that we're kind of doing this like a game show, hitting the next topic and moving on. But there's a lot of things that you're involved with and responsible for. And I wondered if we could move over uh, now to asylum seekers. And I know you're aware of this Angus Reid poll, which suggests 65% of Canadians feel that the number of asylum seekers entering the country is out of hand and that the country doesn't have the ability to handle it. I know in a news conference today you said that it wasn't, it shouldn't be of concern that it's being handled legally and that um, that there's as many asylum seekers now as there was 10 years ago. Uh, so here's my question, and I, and I summarize all that, sir, and if I didn't do it correctly, please correct me, but I do that to get to the other point, which is the Canada has a safe third country agreement with the United States, and that, in a nutshell, stipulates that the first safe country that a refugee gets to is the one that they should make their claim in. And in this case, where they're crossing from a safe country, the United States, into another safe country, Canada, they should really be turned back. But the loophole is that they have to cross at a border crossing. And, and I believe that to be the problem here. So my question is, why not close that loophole? Well, we are in the process of... Uh uh, discussing that issue uh, with the United States. This is obviously an international agreement, uh, and uh, one side cannot uh, adjust it or amend it unilaterally. Uh, we have to sit down with the Americans and, and have that conversation. Uh, and uh, we have both uh, uh, Minister Hussein and I uh, have uh, both indicated to uh, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Nielsen, as well as her predecessors, uh, that uh, Canada would like to have that conversation. This agreement is uh, uh, 20, 25 years old. Uh, circumstances have changed in the world. Uh, we need to modernize it, and we should uh, sit down uh, as two uh, mature countries and neighbours and, uh, and sort this through and make sure that we've got a modern agreement that recognises modern realities uh, and works well for, for both countries. The Americans have taken some steps that have been helpful. They were, uh, we thought, uh, uh, pretty uh, loose in the administration of some of their travel documents, like visas. Uh, and uh, we, we indicated that in relation to certain specific countries. And they have tightened up on the issuing of U.S. visas, which were being misused to, to make this run on the Canadian border. Uh, so they've, they've corrected that problem. Uh, we've asked them to be more ag aggressive and vigorous in the interdiction of uh, obviously uh, uh, illegitimate travel toward the, Amer the Canadian border, and they've taken some steps in uh, in that regard. Uh, uh, so we've uh, we've we've asked them if you're going to change your policy, like protected status in the United States, that could stimulate a movement on the Canadian border. Give us advance notice so that we can be aware of what may be coming, and they've done that. So they've taken some steps that have been helpful, uh, but they haven't, in our view, uh, gone far enough. And we will continue to push very hard uh, to have that formal discussion about what needs to be changed in Safe Third to make sure that it works well for for Canada, just as it needs to work well for the United States. Uh, Mr. Goodall, uh, Minister Goodall, Public Safety Minister, uh, I appreciate your time this afternoon. I'm pushed up now against the uh, the news, but thank you uh, for making yourself available. You were very gracious with your time. I appreciate it very much. Very good to talk to you. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.